Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Morning, Madeline Palmer filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 29th of June. To breaking news out of the US first, Ghislaine Maxwell has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for her role in sex trafficking for disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. The former British socialite was convicted of five of the six charges laid against her in December. If the conviction is upheld, Maxwell will remain behind bars until her late 70s. Survivor Annie Farmer was outside the courthouse in New York a short time ago. She hopes the case will prevent other abuse. We know that historically, though, that this has happened in many organisations, in many institutions, that predators are protected. Um, in, you know, in churches, in political groups, in the foster care system. And so I just hope that this sentence can be another sign that voices are coming together and saying no more. Our Prime Minister says trade deal negotiations with Europe have stalled during his trip to the NATO summit in Madrid. Anthony Albanese claims it's due to Australia's relationship breakdown with France and the lack of action on climate change. He says we still have a way to go. Europe is uh, Australia's second largest uh, trading partner. It's the second largest investor in Australia. Uh, the European economy is some um, 24 trillion Australian dollars uh, strong. And with 450 million people, uh, this is a market uh, where Australia can really benefit. Speaking of climate change, 12 more climate activists have been charged after a second day of protests in Sydney, organised by Blockade Australia. Climate activist Marley Cooper was arrested on Monday after allegedly locking herself to the steering wheel of her car and blocking the Sydney Harbour Tunnel. She's told 10 these radical protests do actually work. Disruption has been proven time and time again to have an impact and to have an effect that allows change to happen. And some people may see what I did as incredibly radical and we need radical change to save the planet. Today's protest has been called off by the activist group. To Queensland now, where a woman has died after suffering a medical episode while snorkelling during a tour boat trip in the Sundays. The woman in her 50s was in the water on Tuesday afternoon when she suffered an episode and was unable to be revived by paramedics. Is the second death to occur in the Sundays in a week. And it turns out Australians are now more worried about China than COVID and climate change. According to the Lowy Institute, 92% are somewhat or very concerned about Russia's invasion of Ukraine and three quarters view China as a military threat. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales, where nurses and midwives haven't ruled out more strike action after yesterday's mass meeting. Members stopped work to gather at Town Hall to discuss the government's latest 3% pay offer and whether the most recent state budget does enough to address worker shortages. 
With the details, our reporter Michaela Savage is in Sydney. Yeah, that's right, Maddie. The short answer is no. They don't feel the government has announced enough measures to combat the severe and chronic staff shortages across the state or the pay issues they're facing. Workers are not only concerned for the well-being of their staff, given their tough workloads, but they're also worried about the quality of care they're able to deliver to patients. Michael Waits from the Nurses and Midwives Association says union members will continue to strike until the government comes to the table with a better offer. They were dismayed that there are no clear improvements into their workloads through these announcements and members have empowered council to proceed with statewide industrial action uh, as needed in pursuit of better staffing levels. And that's not the end of strike action across the state, with train drivers taking industrial action for the rest of the week and teachers walking off the job tomorrow. To Queensland now, where rural GPs are being encouraged to upskill and take up scholarship opportunities in mental health care. And with about 15% of Aussies having experienced high or very high levels of psychological distress, doctors say it's come at the right time. As Townsville reporter Adam DeTulio explains, they were deemed a lifeline for communities during the pandemic. Thanks, Maddie. You may not know, but it's mainly our rural general practitioners in Queensland who do provide the mental health support for mild to moderate cases. And it's a welcomed move with the lack of medical professionals in the regions. Leaving behind a legacy, the late Dr Bruce Roberts donated funding to the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, and he hoped to fill the medical shortfalls heavily highlighted through the pandemic. The union's rural chair, Dr Michael Clement, said it would be a game changer for Queenslanders. Bruce Roberts, in his uh, vision and, and plan through his uh, bequest, really did see the benefits in equipping GPs with additional opportunities for learning and upskilling. This particular scholarship, bringing the cost almost down to nothing really, is going to give rural and remote GPs the opportunity to undertake this training at almost zero cost and then give uh, start using those skills immediately in the consult room. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. So Effie, with travel back on the cards and the Aussie dollar expected to continue its downward trend, should holidaymakers be locking in their currency? Oh, hello, Maddie. Yeah, look, it's a definitely, it's, it's a very good question. I mean, overseas holidays aren't cheap, so any way you can save is a good thing. And locking in your currency may just be the way to go. Now, according to CNC Markets, the overall forecast for the Aussie dollar is expected to continue its downwards trend. Look, there may be occasions where it does appreciate, but overall, they're being a bit bearish where it's heading. Um, now, they're not expecting the Aussie dollar to go higher for the rest of the year, and they're forecasted that one one Aussie dollar would buy around 65 US cents by the end of the year. Now, obviously, if the dollar depreciates, you'll need more money, so to speak, to pay for your holiday. That means less money for you to spend. And one way is to lock in your currency with a travel money card. Just be sure to pick one that offers exchanges at the interbank rate. And that's also known as the real exchange rate. That's the rate that banks use when trading between each other. And of course, another way to get a good deal is to go directly to currency providers. Look, they've experienced a downturn. We haven't been traveling. They've had low tourism. So they are itching. They want fees and they want exchange rates. So you're in a good negotiating power there. Always just compare different exchanges uh, to see which has got, uh, which has the best possible rate for you. Some great tips there. Thanks, Effie. And look, KFC to lift prices for a third time in 2022. And when will we get our lettuce back in the burgers? (laughs) 
Yes, this is making headlines and it comes off the back of their announcements with profits as well. But it, it seems to be the big news is when are we going to just get lettuce in our burgers? So what, what's expecting here is that as they continue to you know, fight off inflation, as all businesses, their costs are increasing, they're now saying that they may be set for another hike. So Collins Food, obviously the operator of about 261 KFC restaurants in Australia, about 62 across the Netherlands and Germany's, and it said, look, guys, expect more price hikes. Uh, we've already seen January and June. They're saying it's going to be below that um, headline inflation rate, so probably 1%. Um, but look, we are expected to continue to get this blend of cabbage and lettuce for at least another six weeks. Um, and it is interesting, their profit results were very good, and we actually did see them, uh, uh, the annual results increase by 11.1% overall as the group. Interesting to note, they're now working on drones to deliver our burgers to our house. Wow. I'm looking forward to ordering a burger <laughs> via drone. Thanks, Effie. <laughs> Thank you. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett. Nick Kyrgios has clarified claims of racist taunts from the crowd during his first round win at Wimbledon. Yes, good morning, Maddie. That's right. Novak Djokovic uh, yesterday was cheered onto centre court. It seems that public enemy number one is Nick Kyrgios at uh, Wimbledon. Lots going on against a wild card. Paul Jubb from uh, from Britain, so certainly the crowd was on the local boys' side. And Nick has now admitted to spitting toward a fan uh, while he was on court. He took five sets to beat Paul Jubb, by the way, and was then overheard uh, complaining, as you said, about... Uh, racist taunts from the crowd during that match. In a bizarre press conference, Nick was shoveling food into his mouth when he was asked to clarify those explosive uh, revelations. Were you racially abused out on the court? Not, not, not today. No, but a lot of disrespect was being thrown today. So he is through to the second round. Rafa Nadal needed four sets to get through as well. And uh, Serena Williams lost the first set against Harmony Tan this morning. So she's got a battle on her hands in her comeback to Wimbledon. And Brett, in the AFL, a cat star has copped a lengthy ban for a brutal bump that floored a Tigers player over the weekend. Yeah, and it's one of their most important players too. Tom Stewart, a four-game suspension last night at the tribunal. Uh, they took just half an hour to find him guilty for that bump that concussed Dion Prestia. Now, the Cats were pushing for a three-game ban, but that wasn't enough for the AFL. The defender says he'll own his mistake. Ultimately, what I chose to do resulted in somebody getting knocked out. That's not the way I play the game. Never has been. My actions resulted in a consequence that I didn't want to happen, so I had to own that. So he won't be back until round 20 against the Saints. And look to the NRL now. The Bunnies get a big gun back this weekend. They certainly do. That is Latrell Mitchell. His comeback has been officially confirmed. The Bunnies superstar uh, will face the Eels this weekend. Teammate Mark Nichols admits they've missed him. Latrell plays the game the way that people love to watch. You know, he runs hard, he tackles hard, he puts his heart on the sleeve and, and you know, that's sort of what, what you want to be as a teammate too. In some other team news, Luke Brooks is in the Tigers side to tackle the Warriors despite reports he would be dropped. The storm of named Cam Munster, the Broncos welcome back Adam Reynolds while Tex Hoy replaces Kalen Ponga at fullback in the night side. Sounds like a big weekend. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Maddie. And while Kyrgios was causing a stir at Wimbledon, it was nothing like what we saw in the US, where six players and two coaches were kicked out from a league baseball game. The LA Angels and Seattle Mariners match had to be paused for 18 minutes during the massive on-field brawl. Take a listen to the moment it all erupted. And he just hit Winker. Erica, Winker's trying to get towards 
That audio thanks to Fox Sports. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. And you can also find the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Madeline Palmer. Thanks for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.